Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and on my right-hand side is my right-hand lady, Avila. Hey, sweetie. And today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Apotheos, and they have a new audiobook about their latest album called The Far Star Mission. And Miguel, you guys were on February of last year about the that album, and I remember at the time you guys were saying we're working on an audiobook. Um... Uh, I don't remember if it was specifically an audiobook or just a book, but I remember you guys said that you were working on that. Oh. And, well, here we are. We're chatting about it. So you said that it was going to happen, and it's happened, and now we're here. So, Miguel, welcome to the show. Hello, John. Uh, thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, uh, we promised and we delivered, and here it is for everyone to see. <laughs> yeah. For everyone to see and for everyone to hear. So if you want to go, want to hear the book, you can go to, um, I have apotheos.net. And I remember there being another link somewhere, but I can access it, the book from apotheos.net, correct? That's correct. You can find the link there, but you want to, if you want to go there directly, you can use thefarstar.apotheos.net. Okay. Thefarstar.apotheos.net. You guys can check out the audiobook about your guys' last album or so, but that's going to be my first big, huge, massive honking question, Miguel, is what is this audiobook? Why an audiobook? Maybe those two questions. Before I ask any more questions, I'll, I'll let you take away yeah. about, about the audiobook. Yeah, those are already two big questions. Mm-hmm. So... um when we created the Far Star, we uh, we didn't create just an album. We, uh, in fact, the the concept and the story uh, appeared exactly at the same time as the as the music itself, and um, kind of the the music gravitated around this the story, which uh, which was quite a quite an interesting experience for us and uh, something we definitely want to to repeat actually. And we are um, for our next album. So I can say right out right away that uh, it will have a sequel. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah. So the story was also so very present uh, in in the Far Star. And we when we had the album and we we had the story, of course, we basically thought that um, you know this story we've we've felt so uh, good about the story and we loved it so much, but we didn't really have a way to put it out there, you know, so that people can truly understand it and every every little aspect of it and the details. Because in lyrics, you can, of course, convey a lot of the story, but in a more poetic way, in a more metaphorical way, but not in that... Um, very detailed and specific, uh, the specific way we were looking for. And so we immediately decided that we absolutely had to get this out uh, in a book format. Um, in a book format. And, and initially, we did had, have a book, a physical one. Um, and But uh, that wasn't still wasn't enough because uh, actually when we we first started we we were also an av- avid listeners of audiobooks so in a way 
we also always had this audiobook idea in the back of our minds. We, uh, as you said, uh, more than a year ago, I was looks like I was already talking about it. I can't really remember, um, but um, that's basically it. The audiobook exists because uh, the story, the Far Star mission story, is such an important piece of the Far Star experience as a whole. That's the reason why it exists. Now, about what it is, basically, it is the the written story narrated by by me. Uh, so it has uh, eleven chapters, just like the. Um, just like the book itself, just like the album itself, sorry. And it has a completely original uh, soundtrack, uh, completely different from the, the album, that is. Oh. Has a more, yeah, it has a much more orchestral and cinematic uh, approach to it. Just maybe, just I, I usually say that we have a movie in our heads and uh, we, don't, we don't have the budget to go to Hollywood. And do the movie, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we try to we try to put it out there as as better as we can. Is and that's it, basically what it is. Is it orchestral versions of the album, or is it a completely different uh, set of music? Completely original. Yeah, it's these are not uh, you know uh, orchestral renditions of the music's the the, the songs. These are completely new uh, songs. Okay. You can say okay. Uh, a real orchestra? No, no, it's uh, purely digital because basically for the same reasons, uh, budget reasons, we're not going to Hollywood. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but we composed it. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about Hollywood, Miguel, <laughs> is uh, a lot of those soundtracks are digital too. <laughs> that's true. And that's, well, if we went to Hollywood, we'd probably get a, digital orchestra anyway so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> here we are yeah uh, i'm trying to remember the guy's name he did the batman stuff and does quite a lot of other things but um he does a lot of his programming in cubase and a lot of the mixing gets obviously done in pro tools but uh yeah a lot of that stuff in movies isn't real due to budgets believe it or not mm. yeah uh, i i can see how i can see the reason you know um lots of people involved and yeah. It's always difficult. Speaking of lots of people uh, involved, you want to say hi, Gabriel? This is Miguel. He remembers you from uh, last year when we chatted in January of 2020 before the world caved in. Hey, Miguel. Hey, Gabriel. That's right. I do I do remember you. I haven't seen you in a long time. <laughs> That's right. All right. And I, 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 I don't think I said hi to Avila in, in the, where, while we were live, so... Hi, Avila. Oh, all right. Miguel says hi. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't yeah. those. Miguel is a charming young man from Portugal who writes books, audio books, orchestral arrangements, and songs, and he even does his own audio for them because he has a pleasing voice. Oh. Thank you very much. You're welcome. That was going to be my next question, is who did the talking for the audio book? Uh, did you hire somebody for it, a, a professional voice actor uh but apparently you are the professional voice actor what was that like reading out 11 chapters of an audiobook um uh yeah it was me uh that's the my voice you're hearing there and the experience was i must admit 
I thought it was going to be easier. <laughs> and nope. um, so English is not my native language. And maybe that's partly the reason, even though I think I'm, you know, fairly proficient in it. But it's one thing is, you know, talking like we are doing now. And another thing is reading and making it sound natural while reading. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something I have trouble even in my native language. So, um, but yeah, I, it, it was quite hard to put the, the, the expression I wanted and uh, while still feeling natural and with the good pronunciation, I was, you know, looking up word pronunciation very often. Avila agrees. She does. <laughs> she, uh, she agrees with you quite strongly, Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that basically that was basically it. I thought it was gonna be way easier than it was, but I think it turned out quite all right. Yeah, I'm thinking about the. Did you ever watch Metalocalypse? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know what that is. A Metalocalypse. And at this point, I might even be dating myself. This could be a long time ago at this point. I don't want to look it up, Miguel. I don't want to know how old I am. But there was a cartoon on Adult Swim, uh, which was like an adult version of Cartoon Network that was about a metal band. It was called Metalocalypse. And it was an I love Adult Swim. Yeah. Okay. So is, is, are the, uh, those are the guys behind Rick and Morty and a couple of other things, right? Yes. And Perfect. Yeah. And so... That is a show called Metalocalypse, and the singer was doing an audio book for some reason, and he was uh, reading out the book in his his singer voice, which is like, uh, uh. and uh, they got to like the whole book, and then it was like, sorry, we forgot to hit record. Oh, <laughs> that reminds me of the the Bat Metal, I think it was. Okay, yeah, I think I think yeah, maybe maybe the the guys behind the animation are the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, you know, you'd mentioned uh, that we were chatting about something regarding the book. I don't remember specific. I have to listen back to the episode. Uh, I don't remember specifically if it was an audiobook, but I remember there being a discussion where you guys were coming up with this like massively epic album and knew that you were going to be coming out with some kind of a book to accompany uh, it. And I can't remember if it was an yes. audiobook or a regular book, but we did have that conversation and. Um, you know, the great news is despite, or maybe in spite of, despite, I'm trying to remember, I have to look up the difference between those two words in this particular moment, but uh, did the pandemic help you guys to accomplish this goal? That's a good question. Um, I think, so before the pandemic hit, uh, hit us all, in fact, and uh, we were planning an European uh, tour with, uh, with some bands and, and promoters. So maybe that would have taken us the time that we then used to uh, create the, the the audiobook, and yeah, and uh, so that's the that's the well the, the the good side of the pandemic is that we have an audiobook basically. Uh, well, we we would have it anyway, but we have it sooner, I guess, like because we had the time, but. If we if we didn't, uh, we would probably be touring Europe, which we which would be also a good thing. So, I mean, uh, we're trying we're trying like every other band to keep uh, keep ourselves busy. Within the last course of the year, I guess 
Was the book already written and you guys just had to record the audio or did you actually simultaneously have to write it as you were <clears throat> recording the audio for it? Yeah, so the, the, the book was written prev- uh, previously to the, to the release, before the release of the album itself. Um, so by in November uh, 2019, uh, the book was already written and the album was be was of course already composed and recorded, and that's by the time when it was released. And I think that's what you mentioned a while ago. We did come up with a like a special bundle, which includes the the album and the physical book, and that's what we eventually released in the around 2020. And yeah, the other book came much later. We, uh, we the People already had the books, the book itself, uh, some of them at least, and the book was all already written. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Now, you mentioned there was some other plans, potentially. So, I guess one of my questions I have is, you know, doing a bit of catch-up, you said a lot has happened. <clears throat> uh, we've obviously been chatting a lot about the book. But what else has been going on in the Apotheos world? Do you guys have a new album in the works? Yes, we do. Uh, that's, uh, well, Well, I was just talking a while ago about the advantages of the pandemic, if, if such a thing is even reasonable to think about. But um, uh, one of the, 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 the good things that came out of it is that, um, yeah, we have to keep ourselves busy and we've basically been uh, working already in the in the the sequel for for the far star the album has been wor- being worked on uh, it has a name it has songs uh, it has it has a so this, the, we definitely want to keep um, on this world of story building and uh, creating music around the story and and so one of the first things that we did for the next album uh, was the the story? I mean, not writing it completely in the final, uh, absolute final sense, but at least coming up with the main events and the the basically the 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 plot, uh, summarized plot and the main events of the story. And we do have that. And from there, we are we created the the songs already. We're now working on on the vocals and um, and. In general, just uh, arranging the, the songs a little bit more, um, you know, uh, synthesizers. It's it's going to be a, a different, quite different um, genre. I mean, I wouldn't say genre, but uh, it, it would have will have a different mood uh, from what the Far Star is. Uh, partially because the story is also different. It's, it's also follows a different path. Uh, let's say. Um, so, I think the, the pieces are fitting together pretty well for now, and uh, I'm hoping we'll have this album out by 2022. Okay. Um, Is it a continuation? Is it a completely different story? It's uh, 100% a sequel, so it's a continuation. Um, so, if you read both books... You will, you know, you will have um, 
you'll see the the one is happens after the other normally and uh, you know all the references are still there from one over the other i wouldn't recommend reading the second one without the first uh so that's i think a strong indicator that's uh, a you know a sequel as the name you know in its full sense okay now i guess my next question is musically you mentioned it's a different not necessarily a different genre but a different mood is that because the story is different? Is that because you guys are writing differently? Yeah, I think partially. Uh, so when we came up with the, the new story, um, we definitely felt uh, a different... Uh, I'm trying not to use the word mood because that's not really the word I wanted. Uh, I think that the, the story is basically told from a different perspective it's not this not these are not the same events told from the different perspective but main basically the the main character let's say the the narrator were uh, from the the narrator point of view is a different one and it's a darker one and so that kind of informed us to um in our songwriting itself um, because you know, if if you wanna if you wanna convey more darker and more weird emotions and and points of view, you gotta you gotta have that in your songwriting, right? So partially that's why. But I I feel that there's uh there are other reasons for this, and uh, I think so. I'd say about fifty percent of it would be like just ourselves trying to improve as musicians and discovering, you know, I think being a musician or, you know, music in general is like, is like a journey. And you also, you always want to explore new things at, at least for us, it happens like this. And so there's, there's a, a part of the reason for this uh, change that people will hopefully uh, see in 2022 uh, part Part of that reason is because, you know, we also want to improve and explore new things. We want to find um, the perfect recipe that uh, we are eternally looking for, I guess. <laughs> the perfect recipe. Well, <clears throat> you'll have to let me know when you catch on to it. Now, I guess my question is with a regard to that, I guess in a sense you're alluding that you don't yet have the perfect recipe. What's missing? Is it the guitar tone? Is it, is it the scales? What, what is it? Is it the arrangement? What is the perfect, what are you missing, Miguel? Uh, it's not so much in, in technical aspects, even though there is certainly always uh, things to improve and we definitely want to improve the production and, and, you know, mixing and mastering and, uh, and even, even the, the, the tones, as you mentioned, we always want to improve that because, you know, it's something that uh, when the album is released or just before, it feels like it's the best in the world. But um, some some things do not stand the test of the the test of time. You know, the more you listen to it, uh, it just could be better. And you know, in some ways, there was not enough time uh, to for for everything to mature. And I think that never is. You can't. I think if you strive for something like a hundred percent perfect, you you fall into the this 
loophole of not ever releasing anything because it's never perfect. Um, so it, it, I think it should be the, uh, how do I say this in the, um, a desirable amount of perfection, let's say. Um, so that's one thing, but, uh, other than the technical aspects, I feel like we want to also improve the songwriting itself. Uh, when I say improve, it's not 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 necessarily improving, but also ex exploring. And um, so a recipe, we're trying to find a, the perfect recipe. Uh, maybe that wasn't the perfect analogy. Uh, we're trying to explore new types of cuisine. <laughs> exactly. I think it makes sense for some some people. I mean, the internet is right now a, a swath with people who have the best chocolate chip cookies or the Oof. best meatballs. And, you know, I went to culinary school, so I imagine it's probably just a chocolate chip cookie. And I go to their website and I read the recipe and it's just a chocolate chip cookie. But I guess you got to have your marketing in there somewhere. Uh, mm. You know, but I mean, yeah, you can get your ratios a little bit better, a little bit tighter, maybe... Maybe learn your equipment better. Find out your oven maybe runs a couple degrees too hot or a couple degrees too cold. So you got to adjust some things. But have you guys started recording yeah. the album or it's just demo stages? Are you guys going to a studio amidst this chaos to, to get things rolling with the new album? Yeah, we're still in, in pre-production uh so we're we're recording things for ourselves. You know, we actually run a studio as well, and um, so we uh, we have the means to to make a pretty decent pre-production. So in this stage, we're what we're looking for is uh, basically um, a way for we're basically looking for like. A, we're using it as a tool to help ourselves in the composition phase, and and uh, uh, that's basically it. When when this step, when this process finishes, we will most definitely uh, go into um, uh, you know a proper studio to uh, record things. You know, the I guess the the usual process will take place. Wherever it may be, um, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll give our best. Excellent. <laughs> Everything was muted there, but I apologize, Miguel. My kids have completely crashed the interview. We're st we're, we're still doing it though. I think we've managed. We have managed. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gabriel came in like a bull in a china shop, and I'm like, "Son, what are you doing? You got to be helping me here." Uh, and then Avila was getting restless and then she, uh, fell off of me and she didn't hurt herself. She just got really scared. Uh, so I'm like in the middle of dialing my wife, but she, thankfully she, she hurts. She came in and grabbed her while I'm in the middle of like emergency dialing my wife while I'm listening to what you're talking about with having your own studio and, and production things going on. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was, uh, well, nicely done. Thank you, sir. I, I try to do my best. I figure if the kids are going to be involved, I can't be like, sorry, what would you say? My daughter was eating my cables. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what well, daughters she's, are uh, she's, uh, It's her second podcast, though. Uh, she's still learning, like we said. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Cool. Now, uh, I didn't get any information about a label. Now, there's a few things going on because you guys have the book, you have the audio book, you have the album, you have the album coming up. Do you, Are there uh, like formal publishers involved, like uh, an audiobook publisher, a print publisher, uh, a record label? I know the 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 only the the we have a record label for the music and only for the music. Uh, everything else is self-released, and and uh, yeah, that's that's the only formal contract we have. Yeah. Okay. Everything else is self-released. Okay. Uh, I guess we could take us a bit bit through that for anybody who's listening in who's like, man, uh, I would love to to write a book or write an audio book. I mean, I guess it's just that easy, but um, I guess the devil's advocate question is why not go through uh, a formal publisher for the book and the audio book? Well, I, I think the, I think what happened to what happened was that um, at least our record label. And I think this is in general, um, I think they're they're not quite um, used to audiobooks because I, I don't I, I mean they they see they see their assets as bands and, and as a, as music but I think audiobook is kind of a, a new thing and they, they don't really have the the processes set in place and um, I mean when I say processes it's from printing uh, to PR and promotion. Uh, I think that's what happened. So we, and you, you might say, maybe we could look for a different uh, label or publisher more uh, directed towards audiobooks. Uh, but I think we're not in when we're not in that space. And um, I guess it didn't happen. Uh, we didn't really try it though, for some reason. Um, I guess we we have just seen. We've just seen the story as a, a like uh, something that sits above the album, and of course, the main vehicle for, for I guess, the audiobook would be a uh, capturing channel for the the album in a way. But yeah, we have the we have the uh, the audiobook uh, on Spotify and all of those streaming platforms, so that's. It's out there, but uh, yeah, it could be. Perhaps we could uh, we could have um, uh, investigated that approach uh, a bit di- deeper. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something to consider next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just kind of tinkering in my own mind. Obviously, I know a lot of labels, but I don't know if I know the same process for getting onto uh, a book. But I do know that a lot of the labels that I work with have publishing arms. Now, traditionally, it's music publishing, not uh, book publishing, but I would almost just be curious to reach out to them and say, hey, what would you recommend for this? But really interesting thought. Cool. So we started off the chat uh, getting into straight into the audiobook. And you guys mentioned that you guys listen to a lot of audiobooks. Uh, we chatted about creating the audiobook. Uh, we chatted, chatted about the next album that's currently in the works. We chatted about... Um, yeah, what else do we chat about? What what else like what, what you guys have been up to, you know, so far? 
uh, one of your quotes from the beginning that I'm going to make a bumper sticker out of is it's sometimes sunny. It's always Portugal. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Yeah, replace that with your local town and it always works. Well, <laughs> maybe it's not sunny there. <laughs> always. <laughs> Well, it's definitely only sometimes sunny where I'm at because it's Canada. So it's, I don't know, sometimes yeah. sunny, so some, al- always sunny, snowing. Always Canada. Yeah, always Canada. Uh, okay. I don't know if I want to know what kind of attention that would attract, though. <laughs> There's some weirdos here, Miguel. Weirdos. I guess they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't, do you guys have, like... Uh, I'm sure there's nationalism in Portugal, but like, are they weird, tyrannical, racist weirdos who were also like flying the Portuguese flag and saying that Portugal represents, I don't know, like racism, and hardcore conservatism and kind of a strange question, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's a, uh, it's of course, definitely a minority, of course. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's a, huge problem i to be honest i think that's mostly being talked about uh now because of external uh what happens like outside in the us and and Mm -hmm. i i feel that way maybe i'm wrong but i i I personally never experienced that um any kind of uh tyrannical nationalism racism things and we are traditionally a, a people with um for example, we were the first country to abolish the death penalty, and we were—I think historically—we've always been a very welcoming country because we are in the extremity of the of Europe. And uh, in the old times, a lot of uh, nomads and people just traveling by foot at that time, maybe, uh, ended up in Portugal because it's it's the end of Europe, and we we're actually a uh, mixture of a, of a lot of different races and so i don't think that's uh, a huge problem here okay. thankfully yeah but the the few the like the the little problem that it exists definitely i'm in favor of uh, removing it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right miguel well until you guys have another record and then another audiobook and then another record and then another audiobook <laughs> I just wanted we, to. Sorry. Yeah, we we can just we can just do this interview yearly and schedule it on our calendars already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people have you know annual festivals. Uh, we Why ha- not? Yeah, we have an annual festival ourselves. So, annual Apotheus Day. Mm-hmm. That's right, Apotheus Day. Dia, Sounds good to me. How do you say it in Portuguese? <laughs> Dia de Apotheus. Ah, uh, that was pretty close. Dia de Apotheus. Okay, all right. I, I, I think I think you were going for the Brazilian accent. Maybe but, uh, I was Spanish with a yeah. Brazilian accent. It was awful. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, you're, <laughs> you were going for Spanish. Yeah, some words are pretty similar. Uh, not a lot of the, not a lot though. But uh, I guess no. Dia de Yeah. Dia de they are they are uh, similar. Okay. Groovy. Dia de Apotheus. <laughs> okay, there it is, baby. All right. Well, Miguel, thank you so much for coming back onto the show and sharing the audiobook that I want to say I get told by bands all the time they're going to work on something. And then 
they end up being musicians and they get nothing done. But you guys, you put in the hard work, you got it done, and now you're back on the show to share your hard work. And you're here to welcome us again. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Thank I don't you. know why. I mean, not that I don't know why you're here. You're here because you're awesome. I don't know why I'm here. It's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it, you're awesome because you allow uh, awesome people to mm-hmm. go into your show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're awesome in second order. Beautiful. Just joking. I think you're awesome by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, Miguel, and thanks for coming back onto the show. Uh, my pleasure and, uh, hope eventually, uh, we'll talk again. Mm -hmm. That's right.